Hello everybody, Jesse Shrek with Practical Missions Cohorts in Italy, and today we are reading the second quarter newsletter, uh, which talks about the previous three months, uh, some things that are going on uh, currently at the moment. Uh, this is just a way for us to uh, serve you. Some of you guys receive our newsletters in the mail, and you can see the photos, you can read it, uh, hold it in your hand, do whatever you want with it. Uh, some of you get it only by email, and uh, and there you can see photos, you can read it, uh, click on it, and this and whatnot. Uh, but this is also a way to serve you by letting you be able to listen to the newsletter uh, being read, but also expounded a little bit. Uh, you get a little bit more uh, personal of a of an account uh, in this in this way. Not as good as probably a video, but video is a little more complicated than we uh, than we have time to deal with. Uh, but this is one way you can listen in uh, while you're on the road or while you're doing what you do uh, to get the latest news about what's happening. See how your prayers and giving is making a difference uh, here for the work that we're doing in Italy. So uh, without delay, I'll go ahead and jump in. Uh, I'm going to read what's written in our newsletter, which is just a page and a half, basically. Some of the highlights and updates and things uh, to share with you, including even some sad and bad news in this particular episode or, or uh, update. And uh, and then I'll talk about a couple photos that are here, visible. Uh, and then uh, <clears throat> also new ways that you can pray and give, uh, partnering in with the ministry and so on. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'll take liberty as I read this just to uh, uh, read between the lines and share a little bit more detail, uh, things that we can't quite share when we're writing because we're limited to a certain amount of words that we can use and we can't quite say as much. And here with this uh, audio recording like this, we have uh, much more liberty to be able to uh, to open things up a bit more and give a little more detail and you get a better and more uh, comprehensive understanding of what is going on. So here we are uh, from Italy uh, reading our second quarter newsletter. And this would be in particular for uh, myself, Jesse, my wife, Jerry V, us as a family and missionaries serving in Italy. Uh, in the future, Lord willing, there will be other PMC missionaries and they would have their own uh, quarterly newsletters and, and insights and things to share uh, as well. Uh, but for now, it's, it's us and this is it. It says this, greetings in the Lord. Uh, we write today from Mestre, Italy. Uh, from April 17 until June 10, we were in the USA to promote PMC and visit with family friends, supporters, and churches. Uh, if you've been following us at any length, uh, you know recently we were doing this promotional tour. We are in the States, mostly in the Northeast, uh, but promoting the ministry and getting people to learn about the needs of Italy, the, the desperate spiritual situation here, and the open door that is available, uh, in particular through PMC, Practical Missions Cohort, for churches and individuals to get involved, personally making a difference here to, uh, to impact this land. Uh, so it was a very encouraging time for us uh, to be among the brethren. Living away from home and often on the road while in and out of other people's homes uh, was challenging. There's no getting around that. It was definitely challenging. And uh, this is a side note. Yeah, uh, it was interesting how uh, we, we didn't live. I mentioned how we were living in and out of the car and someone said, oh, really? Like you were totally like sleeping in the car? And I said, no, no, we weren't sleeping. I mean, the baby was sleeping while we were on the road. Uh, Jerry V once in a while. Uh, but no, we are living out of the car in this sense uh, constantly on the road. Um, but by God's grace, we didn't have to sleep in the car. We always had a place to lay our head at night, <clears throat> which is a wonderful blessing. Uh, but in the sense, yeah, we were in and out of the car a lot, and we had you know n- numerous shoes and and uh, a stack of uh, whatever we needed in, in the car at all times uh, because we were moving around uh, so much. Uh, but in any case, uh, by God's grace, we endured uh, that kind of stuff for the uh, for the sake of sharing the realities of Italy 
in Italy's situation today and the need for more gospel laborers to join in on the work. Uh, so it's just a good reminder, as Christians, uh, we are also soldiers of Christ, and uh, we are called to endure uh, a variety of things as we follow our Lord uh, Jesus Christ who endured the cross for our sins to save us from our sins and to save us from the wrath of God. Uh, we also are to carry a cross and so on and endure things, endure, endure hardship. And even as I say that right now, I'm saying it to myself as well, uh, because often here in Italy we have to endure uh, like hitting our head against the wall over evangelizing, just wondering how is it possible that people can just reject so often and so much, and, and there's such confusion here in the land. Unbelievable. Endurance is a reality that we need to to, to discipline ourselves and be about uh, the Lord's work. Uh, so we did that in the States for the sake of sharing those realities with everybody. Um, wonderful, wonderful, very important uh, uh, ministry there also in the States to let people know about what's going on. So one thing that uh, really encouraged us uh, was the quality time we had with our church family in New York. Uh, we hung out, we talked, we laughed. I laughed a couple on a couple occasions that I actually had to leave the room because I was laughing so hard I couldn't control myself. And I can't remember. It's been years since I laughed that hard. Uh, but, I mean, some of the stuff to me, I mean, I was really tired for sure. Uh, I, I couldn't control myself as well. But in any case, uh, the, the, the people we're, we're hanging out with, it's just such funny situations. Uh, to me, it was just absolutely wonderful. Uh, so that was all very, very encouraging. And we're so grateful for those uh, times that we had together, also praying together. Uh, it was great, too, to see uh, little Cornelius. He was enjoying his friends. Uh, wherever we were at, he made new friends. He's very sociable, and that's wonderful. Uh, but also uh, enjoying his cousins. He really enjoys his cousins and is playing together, and uh, and the grandparents and so on, great-grandma. Uh, he was, every day, he was like living a dream, living an adventure. Always a new place for him. Very exciting. He did really well with that. So uh, he, probably better than we did because we were uh, out of our element and not able to do what we normally need to do. Uh, but Cornelius, the baby, loved it. Uh, so being able to visit uh, so many different churches uh, was also a blessing uh, because it, it caused us to see how valuable our relationships with the body of Christ in the U.S. are. Those are such dear relationships. And, uh, you know, I've heard of it before. Well, I won't even say that. Yeah, but uh, wonderful, wonderful. Truly, truly great time. Uh, and we're so grateful for that. And, and if we, we imagine if, if our son was to grow up uh, here in Italy and all that he knew and all that he saw about the church was what he saw here in Italy, uh, he would likely be tempted to think very minimally about God and, and his work in this world. If this is all you saw, you would be really doubting, uh, probably, which is probably why we have the situation we have today here in Italy. Um, in regards to the church and, and, and Christians and so on. Uh, but you would probably have a much smaller vision of what God is doing. You wouldn't really think he's at work if this is all that you saw. So for us, uh, for being able to see our son go to these uh, to Sunday school and, and churches you know, with all these different kids and, and these wonderful programs and, and the size of the churches, the amount of people, it's a confidence builder for the believer. It's a grace in a very real sense for the believer. And if you live in the States, you may not even realize it. You're, you're graced in that way. Uh, even if you don't feel particularly um, strong in faith one day, uh, just knowing there are so many other believers around you who are desiring God and following after Him and so on, uh, being His witnesses, it, it is a confidence builder for you. And uh, unfortunately, the Italian folks don't have that much today because the churches they know are always 10, 20, 30 people, very, very small groups, and at times can be quite odd. Um, that's the reality. So seeing all that's going on there in the U.S., uh, it strengthens our faith uh, because we are reminded uh, that God is doing great things. He really is. 
worldwide, all around the world, uh, but in America also in a very particular way, a great way. Uh, so when when you live and serve in the, as I call it, the spiritual trenches of Italy, uh, it can be hard at times to see that or to remember that, that reality, that this is not it. The Lord is doing a great and mighty work. We're just serving in one uh, one particular nation, one particular task uh, uh, in the Lord's work, in His kingdom. But there's much more going on, and praise God for that. There's there's a lot going on. The Lord is at work day after day, saving more people, calling men and women unto Himself, uh, empowering them to preach the gospel and, and persevere and so on. Uh, so we're, we're grateful now, though, to be back in Italy. Uh, it's really wonderful uh, to be back at the Lord's service here through evangelism, discipleship, and church planning. Uh, it's good to be in our home uh, again. Uh, uh, we never really have a home in this in this in this earth. We're always just uh, temporarily here, passing through and so on, uh, pilgrims in a very real sense. But we do establish a home to live out of, to serve the Lord out of, and it is good to have our our own stuff again and to be able to do things the way we know how, uh, and that's really really great. And back at the Lord's service, absolutely exciting, wonderful, and uh, we look forward to the momentum which is building now to continue building as we continue outreach and and, and Bible studies and so on with people here uh, in this uh, throughout the summer season. Uh, so there's much going on, uh, but there's also much yet still to be done as we abide in Christ, lean into Him, trust on Him, and, and trust in Him, and, and get out there uh, by the power of His Spirit with the Word of God, uh, evangelizing the lost and, and teaching and making disciples. Uh, so church planting and practical missions uh, cohort, the mission, the ministry. Uh, we'll talk about these two elements in the next section of this newsletter. Uh, let me look at these photos. Is there anything worth here mentioning? Uh, one says, come to Italy. Uh, 99% of the 60 million people have not yet heard the gospel. It's 99% unreached here in Italy. And uh, if you if you say the word gospel and you want to share good news with people, all that comes to mind here in Italy because of the situation, the spiritual situation, you say the word gospel, they think of a book. There's a book inside of a church, right? Yeah, yeah, I read I read that once. So, like, that means they read a page of a book one time. They have no understanding of the message of the gospel, what it is. It's a good news and why that news is actually good. They have no idea about the bad news, any of it. So they're very, very much unreached here in Italy today. Less than 1% of the population evangelical and then this little photo here on the front page of the newsletter says come to italy you know if you're looking for somewhere to go uh really consider going to italy and perhaps you're looking for a place to go on a mission trip contact us we can organize a mission trip for you practical missions cohort organizes short-term mission trips as well as other opportunities which we talk about all the time and you can find at practicalmissions.org uh, but also, if you are planning to do a vacation, uh, stop by, dedicate a few dates of your vacation, and you can help be a part of the church plant efforts here. Uh, a lot of people come to Italy for the vacation aspect. Very understandable. It's a beautiful place. The food is good. The coffee is only espresso, and it's really good. It's wonderful, fantastic, life-changing. Uh, lots of good stuff to see in Italy. People are great and so on. Uh, great landscape, old history, buildings that are older than our country, all, all in America, all kinds of great stuff. Um but uh, you can dedicate part of your vacation also to serving, and that can be a really great way uh, to utilize a trip uh, abroad uh, in any case. Uh, also, a photo here of us, the three of us, uh, my wife and I and our son uh, together. Also, that particular photo, I think, is on our prayer card as well, the most recent one. Hopefully, you got it. You may not have if we didn't see you personally. Uh, also, a photo of Jerry V., my wife, and Cornelius in their kitchen here at home again. Uh, Chi-Chi's helping to cut the salad, cut things, and... The more he gets involved, the happier he is. He's a very active boy, and we praise God for that. A picture of myself uh, sharing about the realities of Italy with a church in the in the U.S. And then there's also a picture of a sign, uh, a friend of ours, another missionary here in Italy, 
coming recently to help us out a little bit to evangelize the lost, setting up his little sign in the piazza. People come and engage in conversation, and the gospel goes forward. One way of doing evangelism here in Italy, unfortunately, we found out after doing it a couple times in this particular city, they have new laws, and you can't actually do what he's doing with a sign in this particular city. Uh, so that for him was shut down here, but there's many other ways to still evangelize. Uh, as long as people can walk around and talk, uh, they can be evangelized. So... Praise God for that. And here uh, we totally have an open door still to evangelize in a number of ways. No one is being put in prison. No one is being persecuted right now in Italy. The door literally is wide open. Uh, so in any case, those are the photos on the front page of the newsletter if you can't see it. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, also in the show notes there will be a link. You can click on it and go and see those pictures for yourself. Uh, so the next section, church planting. It says this, It's now summertime here in Italy and evangelism is in full swing since this is the best time of the year to be out talking with people. Uh, we are now back out to distribute tracts from house to house and among the people in the piazzas and parks. In the summer, Italy really comes to life as everyone is out and about walking in the piazza and, and just doing anything and everything, getting ice creams, uh, getting wet, whatever they can do to stay cool. Uh, so we are now also meeting up with people to begin Bible studies uh, with those who God has brought to us so far through our evangelism efforts. And we invite you, please continue to pray for us throughout the summer uh, that we endure the heat and continue evangelizing. God open doors for us. People hear the gospel and the gospel transforms lives. And that these Bible studies uh, be blessed of the Lord and people uh, transformed by the renewing of their mind through reading and understanding for the Word of God. So we invite you to pray for those those particular efforts. The summertime is a very exciting time here in Italy. It really does come to life. Uh, this next church plant in Venezia Mestre can truly take off at any moment. Tens of thousands have received gospel tracts, and as we kick things off again, uh, thousands, Lord willing, will be receiving them every week throughout the rest of this summer. Uh, a number of people are being engaged personally by us with the gospel. Some are now reading and studying the Bible with us for the first time in their lives. We pray to see more people saved soon. We are trusting Jesus for his timing in their lives and with this next church plan. So please pray with us for these efforts as well. Here's the bad news. Sadly, the church in Pordenone had its final service last Sunday. Due to the sudden departure of two missionary families, parenthesis, complex situations, which I won't speak about here. It's not the right place. Uh, in any case, the church has suffered tremendously. Uh, souls have been wounded and the body has been scattered. It's all very heartbreaking. It truly is. Uh, we just cannot believe what has happened and what has taken place there. It blows our minds. We just cannot get over it. I can't believe that happened. We, we find ourselves saying that all the time uh, these last few months, and uh, especially now as it all actually came into fruition to the closure of a church plant. Very, very sad. Uh, so the, the remaining missionaries who were there or who were were brought in to help kind of keep it going forward. Uh, unfortunately, they were unable to keep things moving forward and they were forced to close down. Uh, interestingly is this, uh, however, uh, at the final service, uh, two people were baptized. This may be the first time in the history of the church universal that a church baptized people on the day of its final service, unless perhaps they were being persecuted and about to all be murdered and killed. 
the next day or something. And then there might have been a, a baptism at the day of the final service. Uh, but in this case, uh, I don't know of any other church throughout history that has baptized people on the day it was going to stop gathering as the body of Christ. Very interesting. Not ideal, obviously, in any real sense. When you get baptized, you should be brought and become into the church family, understanding now uh, what it means to be a member. You become a member of that church. You commit yourself to that church to serve there and, and so on and be a part. Uh, but on the mission field, there are unique times and situations where baptisms happen uh, not in the ordinary uh, sense uh, that they would in, in other places. Um, but yeah, hard to believe, isn't it? Uh, church closing, but also baptizing people on the day it's closing. Uh, to us, personally, it means there is the possibility of a potential restart of a new church there in that area in the near future. There is still something going on, a body of people uh, that still there still remains basically a core group uh, that doesn't want to have to find another church family. Uh, a number of them have asked us if we can help, and we are seeking the Lord as to how we could, and here's the key, the key thing, without abandoning the work we have going here in Mestre. Uh, so our availability is, is limited, as we have also committed recently to helping out uh, a church plant in Udine called Punto di Luce, uh, started by dear missionary friends of ours, uh, that are now transitioning, properly transitioning, over a period of months, uh, several months. You know, they advised a year in advance, and they're making all the right preparations to pull out and get back to the field, not suddenly you know, or for any uh, other issues, but for the purpose that they are, truly believe in their heart they're called to go back, and, 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 and God affirms that to them. And so they're called to go back, and they're transitioning little by little back. Um, but in any case, uh, we made a commitment. We can help move that forward if they desire, uh, by God's grace, of course, um, but we for sure cannot do something there, do something in Portanone and in Mestre. It just would spread us too thin and we wouldn't be very effective anywhere. Uh, so please pray for wisdom and for the Lord's leading for these three churches. Uh, ultimately, uh, the, the people, the members of these churches are need to decide uh, who will shepherd them going forward, who will be their pastor, uh, and so on to carry the, the church into the next season uh, that God has for it. Uh, or in the case of Puerto Nune, to actually restart an entirely new church. Um, uh, totally different thing. Uh, so all that to say, a lot going on here with the with our, with our friends and with these other churches, people we care about, a number that we have led to the Lord ourselves by God's grace. And, uh, and we need wisdom from God to know what to do, how to do it, and when, and so on. Uh, so please pray for us uh, with that uh, as things progress here. We'll keep you updated then, obviously. Uh, the last section of the newsletter, as we close things out today, is about the PMC mission. Uh, so, so PMC, the mission continues, and, and we are very encouraged by the response that we saw in the U.S. Uh, during the recent promotional trip. Uh, many people heard about the realities of Italy and the need for gospel ministry to increase. Uh, many people have been challenged to reconsider what biblical missions looks like and where it takes place. Christian missions is about church planning, and, and that is in all places, not just jungles or poverty-stricken areas. Uh, in other words, gospel ministry, church planting, uh, missions is not strictly uh, or even about at all, really, building buildings, uh, digging wells, uh, medical stuff, or any of that. Those can be useful. Those can be helpful. And for sure, Christians should be doing that kind of missions because, as I mentioned in my, in my talks all the time, even uh, non-believers are doing those kind of ministries or no, those kinds of services. Uh, they're going and, and digging wells. Uh, they're going and providing physical needs and so on. Uh, the Christian, what makes us and our mission 
unique is we go with a message that if they don't hear, they cannot believe, they cannot know, they need to repent of their sins and trust in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior to be saved from what is even worse, which is eternity in hell, where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth and there is no rest and so on. Uh, so our, our, what makes Christians unique is that we have a message to deliver and then a task of making disciples of Jesus Christ and planting churches as well. So we did a good reminder of what missions is all about. And uh, many people's hearts were moved and there is a growing interest in a number of churches from a variety of denominations to get involved financially, prayerfully, and by sending out groups. Uh, If you and or your church is interested in taking a step of faith uh, to help support PMC in reaching Italians, making Italian disciples, and planning Italian churches, then please don't hesitate to reach out and start a conversation to that end. Uh, We are praying daily, literally daily, for more laborers to be sent into the harvest. And as usual, if you want to stay engaged in the meantime with PMC and the ministry here, uh, visit practicalmissions.org where you can find a variety of resources, opportunities, and updates uh, to get involved. So long story short, the mission of PMC is continuing by God's grace and we're very, very excited. Uh, We're prayerful and hopeful that uh, we will see some new participation from a variety of different churches back in the states and we welcome that we're very excited about that it's a wonderful thing to be able to get uh, groups gathered together for the common purpose of reaching the lost making disciples and planning churches a verse that we share as we close out today comes from colossians 3 1 a verse that is speaking to our hearts these days and it simply says this therefore if you have been raised up with christ keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. So the, the, the point I want to emphasize here is the reality that we need to keep seeking the things above. Uh, we are not to get bored or tired of repeating the same old message uh, that happens at times. People get tired of preaching the gospel and they, they try to make it more Uh, better or something they try to improve the gospel message or make it more palatable and so on Uh, nonsense the message stays the same we just need to keep at it until christ returns do not get tired of seeking the things above of seeking the lord how many things just think about how many things are you seeking on a regular basis Uh, whether it be a job promotion a new opportunity uh, so many material possessions we seek after the best this or the best that or all kinds of remedies and so on. Uh, but how much time do we devote? How much time are you devoting to seeking after the one who called you by name, who transferred you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, and who has given you a calling on this earth to fulfill, uh, to know Jesus Christ personally more and more, and to make him known to the lost uh, with evangelism and discipleship and then being a part of the planning of churches. Uh, so keep, keep, seeking him seek the things above don't get caught up in the trap that that so easily entangles us here uh even sinful traps but even if they're not sinful just seeking stuff or seeking things rather than seeking our lord and our savior jesus christ amen prayer request as we close and that'll be it for today's quarterly newsletter uh keep praying for us as a family family uh as missionaries pioneering alone 
Uh, we know without a doubt if people would stop praying for us, we would likely be devoured very, very quickly uh, here on the mission field. All kinds of temptations abound and different things. And, and we know, uh, we're reminded on a regular basis, we are primary targets of the evil one as the Lord's servants, his ambassadors here in this land, in this area. Uh, the f- few or the only in our area actually out and about preaching and evangelizing. And uh, the enemy, we have to know, is more concerned about us than the average person around us. And uh, so we have to always be on guard. To always be on guard, we need to be vigilant spiritually, care for one another, uh, endure hardship, endure all kinds of different things, get help uh, from people uh, with all the different tasks. We There's more than we can handle and do on our own. And we definitely need the prayers of you and your church uh, to come alongside of us, carry us through especially while we're pioneering alone without a particular team to work together with. Uh, it's it's a dangerous situation, spiritually speaking. Uh, but we intentionally went out this way to get things going and paved the way for more to come as the future goes on uh, according to the Lord's will. And and that's our prayer, as, as we already mentioned. Uh, so please pray for us in that particular way as we're pioneering alone. Pray for vision trips through PMC. Uh, four to five people, five days from the U.S. come experience the ministry, learn about Italy, learn about the church, meet Italian people, evangelize a little bit with us, eat, taste the Italian food and cuisine and so on, the espresso, the gelato, all these wonderful things that Italy offers and and so on, and uh, and get a, a taste of the ministry here to take back and share with others when you get back to the States. Great, great opportunity, and we invite you then take a couple extra days and go see something special. Go to Venice, enjoy, get lost in the, in the land called Venice, the islands. Go to Verona, see where Romeo and Juliet come from. Go to Rome, see the Colosseum, uh, all these different wonderful things that can be seen and experienced here in Italy, very old land. Also, prayer request is PMC missionaries, interns, long-term missionary, and short-term, every capacity. Pray for that to happen. Pray for God to provide those people and for us to be ready for them when they get here. Fruitful evangelism and discipleship. Pray for that on a daily basis for us as we're at this work, that we see fruit from our labors. And uh, even if we don't, pray for us to persevere. Uh, but we, we definitely want to see fruit from our labors as well. We trust the Lord is calling people from here in this time, right now, unto himself. And he desires even his church body to take form in this land, in this city uh, as well. Uh, so pray for that core group of believers to take form in this particular city. Uh, pray for those other churches that I mentioned, Portanone Church, the Udine Church, and God's leading with our involvement potentially with those or with if the Lord wills and how he wants that to happen, pray for that. And then uh, the job of administrator and the job of an ESL director, pray for the Lord to provide someone that can play those roles here as well. Great, great opportunity for somebody out there. Absolutely. And financial support, pray for us for that as well. We don't talk about it often, but we are faith-based missionaries with a faith-based ministry and mission. And we depend we depend entirely on the generous donations of the Lord's people and, and his church churches that contribute to this ministry in that capacity, uh, giving to a specific ministry like this with a specific task. Uh, so please pray for uh, increased monthly support uh, as well. And that's it for today, guys. Uh, anything, if you do want to send donations, check out practicalmissions.org slash donate, and all the information is there. You can send it checks in, uh, or you can also make donations uh, safely, securely, and quickly online. Uh, so that's it for today. Thanks, and God bless. Till the next time, ciao, ciao.
If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.